Oh, it is, and I open up the curtains. Beedy ba ba dorp. You're listening to 90s Court. Oh, Crystal Pepsi. So when we last left off, you all had an interesting time arriving to Port Nianzaru. Uh, right out of the gate, uh, right out of the gate, you guys decided to enjoy your quote-unquote newfound freedom, uh, ordering some drinks at a harborside bar. You quickly found that there were no rooms available there. You were directed back towards two different inns: the Thundering Lizard and Kaya's place of repose. Uh, opting to go to the Thundering Lizard, you all were escorted up to your rooms by a pleasant barkeep by the name of Atoir, and Dusk and Kalani passed out on the bed, uh, unaware of the various events happening in the backgrounds of Port Nianzaru, Nettle only catching just a glimpse of gentleman uh, wearing red tint glasses as you exited your original bar of origin before hopping to the thundering lizard uh, of which before you nestled in for the night you saw a red glint in an alleyway across the street from you which quickly disappeared as you closed your eyes and will pick up when you open your eyes the next morning so make sure your bags of holding are packed the house is arcane locked because we are going on another daring adventure. All right, so Kalani and Dusk, you guys have had a, a, a good night of. I would say heavy drinking, but you only drank one drink heavily. Um, <laughs> both of you uh, very, very drunk. Um, passed out early in the evening. Uh, dusk before Kalani, but Kalani not too far behind after tasting a delicious, a delicious bowl of what is presumed to be whipped yams by Nettles. Nettle's approximation. Uh, Nettle, you were the last one to go to bed. Mm -hmm. uh, and it is pretty easy to see that, again, drinking heavily of one drink. Nettle, you are probably going to be the first one to wake up. <laughs> but if you guys would like, you can go ahead and roll me an initiative for that to see which ones wake up first. What? <laughs> okay. I do. Do I have advantage on this because of my weapon of warning? <laughs> I have advantage on initiative rolls. So there is no indication that you are in danger here. Okay. Um, it's just purely it's to see uh, whether or not you are waking up. Uh, <laughs> at all? What what at all? Yeah, no. <laughs> Am I dead? <laughs> so it was. The dust never woke up. <laughs> um, so my initiative's pretty dominant. I rolled a natural two, so that's a two. All righty. Uh, <laughs> oh. <no>. Eight. <laughs> okay, and then Kalani. I'm sorry, what were we rolling here? Uh, oh, wait. You're just going to roll your d20. Uh-huh. 
and because you've been drinking, essentially you're just rolling your d20. You're not going to be able to add your initiative modifier to it. Eleven. Wait, do I oh. do I add my um, initiative modifier to it? Yes, you you did. Oh, dang it. You did not drink. It would be higher if I didn't. Oh, uh, well, in that case, you're just going to roll your d20. Nine. So eight. I, I rolled nine. a nine. Okay. Uh, and then, Kalana, you rolled an 11? Correct. All righty. Um, you wake up first. Uh, you've got that buzz of the hangover. Your head hurts. Uh, and as you begin to find the willpower to get yourself out of your bed... Uh, you see Nettle begin to wake up on the bed across from you. Bright-eyed and chipper, Nettle is the first one to put her feet on the floor. Good morning, Kalani. Uh, uh, is it, is it daytime? I don't. Oh, it is. And I open up the curtains. Ah, what the? With the introduction of light into the room, dusk, it is at this point that you begin to stir from your slumber. I'm, uh, I want to set the stage that I literally just passed out in like my full armor and shield and sword and stuff like that. <laughs> so I just stir up. Uh, 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 no, like I with my me, with part my of me out. putting you guys to bed. I made sure you guys were disarmed. I loosened up your armor, took your shoes off. So at least you'd be a little bit tougher. What a good friend. <laughs> I reach for my sword that isn't there, and I am even more terrified. He is hecked now. I'm hecking mad. It's okay, Dusk. <laughs> I was just trying to make you comfortable. You passed out last night. Yeah. Yeah, and you opened the blinds when I was still sleeping. You thought was the best way to make me comfortable. Yep, it's a brand new day. We have things to do, things uh, to explore, people to meet. Wait a minute, are those biscuits? A bit. Mm-hmm. Bis- biscuits. I did specifically order biscuits, so I was assuming there were biscuits still left over from... <laughs> and your cold bowl uh, of yams. I cannot you imagine do. eating whipped yams on a drunk <gasps> stomach. That is the grossest... I know. <laughs> but have you ever idea. just been too drunk like, to care? Like... Pretty much whatever you puke turns into whipped yams, like when it comes out, inevitably. Yeah. Uh... So, Dusk, you do not see any biscuits. You do just see your bowl of whipped yams sitting there. Uh, two glasses of water. Okay, I'll drink some water. Mm-hmm. Yes, big, big chug of water. Uh, <laughs> I, listen, I, you all know me. I mean, I've been at sea for a long time. That's not particularly like me. I mean, I, I guess I don't know if it was like me because I don't remember what happened to me. For most of the night last night, oh. I I remember singing, uh, mm-hmm. uh, and I think that I made a good impression. I think the orcs <sighs> liked it. The half orcs liked it. And that's all I was really trying to impress. I like the green. The green. They had green skin like we did. I thought that was neat. Well, let's see. After we left left the tavern. Uh, we walked here to um, the Thundering Lizard. You assaulted a child. I did not assault a child. <laughs> no, I'm just saying, like, that's what I, that's what Dust did. Is you're telling Dusk what happened. Uh, no, I didn't mention any of that. Um, okay. Well, that's nice. Thank but you. the Thundering Bless. Lizard 
uh, our rooms are paid for and our meals and drinks are paid for. Uh, but that card that Volo gave me had Lord um, Azurfane's name on it. But a bunch of other people. And when uh, when Altuar, Al Al the guy that helped me get you guys up here and gave us the food, said that, asked me who to charge everything to. And I gave him Lord Ashvane's name. <laughs> so I'm, I'm assuming his... <laughs> jerk of a son is going to be charged for our stay here. Oh, you were one step ahead of me. I'm glad you were awake for that because that is a wonderful ruse. Mm -hmm. Or Thomas or whatever the whatever the hell his name was. So, um, but the Thundering Lizard, they had a couple bands playing last night. But I stayed up here to make sure you guys were okay. Um, I don't remember anybody trying to, like, break in or anything, but... I went to sleep shortly after you guys. But I saw when we were leaving the tavern last night on our way here, I saw some individuals that kind of looked interesting. They were just kind of standing there, but they had like red sunglasses, some red glasses on. Right, Keegan? Yep. Okay. And then last night when uh, I was putting you guys to bed, I saw red flashes of light down across from here. I don't know if it's related or not. I just thought it was very curious. I had to go check it out. It's about that time that you guys hear a knock on the door. Oh, I bounced to the door. Hello? Uh, yes, I have a, a message. Oh, okay. Does it sound, uh, who's, who's, is, does it sound like Altoir? Uh, it does not sound like Altoir. Okay. And who are you? As I'm starting to unlock the door i'm gonna be honest it sounds like it sounds like uh yarbu which is frightening. Uh, uh, a little bit i was like yarbu no too many people have this weird french accent around here and it's France. very unusual francais the biggest the biggest before she opens the door dusk is like does does the expression I am boat have any meaning to you? I I guess I can't see him, so I can't do an insight check on him <laughs> if he <laughs> responds to it, because he'll just say no. You hear him call out from the other side of the door. My name is Emporo. Emporo? Emporo. Oh, hi. I open the door. I'm Nettle. Uh, Hold up my hand so, to shake fan. Yeah, you... you unlock the door and open it up and he has a sealed envelope uh, and he just places it in your outstretched hand. Oh. Okay. Thank you. You're welcome. And he turns and starts to make his way back downstairs. Okay. I shut and lock the door. Thank God he didn't ask for a tip. <laughs> we'll put it on the tab. Yep. Just put it okay. on my tab. <laughs> I go over and, uh, hey, we got a letter, guys. And I open it. Uh, so wonder you... who it's from. <laughs> wonder who we just it's got from. a letter. We, we just, just got, got a letter. letter. We just got a letter. I wonder who it's from. You turn the letter over and you see a uh, black wax seal on it. And I'm assuming you break the seal. There's no sort of like uh, iconography on it or anything. It's just like a lump of wax. 
Yeah, it's been pressed in, obviously. But apart from that, there's no other okay like marks. Was it pressed in with like a with like a, a seal? A, a seal. seal? Uh, like I said before, it looks to be just a regular like wax stamp, but there's no sort of seal on it. It's just pressed in, blank. Okay, so I just I break it, open it. Yeah, break the wax seal. You flip it open. Um, and the note itself just simply reads, where is our boat? And then down at the bottom, you see the emblem that was tattooed on several of the crew members, as well as Yarbu himself. Oh, no. Uh Uh-oh. Hey, guys. I cannot believe that we have to deal with these pieces of shit. (laughs) (laughs) I just, I just, it's been two weeks since you looked at me. 24 hours. It's been (laughs) weeks. Knock your head to the side and I'm angry. Uh, So I, uh, I just, I'm like, I just, I mean, how do they even expect us to respond to this? Uh, Is the person who delivered the message still here? Uh, In portal? No, he is not. Okay. Was he wearing the like the uniform of the place? Uh, there doesn't seem to be any sort of like set uniform. Okay. I wish we so should have asked like him where just... where he got it. <laughs> like, whom gave this to you? Where did you get this? <laughs> well, we could go downstairs and see if he's still here and ask. Yeah, let's go find him. That's... Okay. <laughs> we need to we need to figure out how close they are if they're following us and if we maybe need to. Okay. Well, haste. before we go. Here's your key, and here's your key desk. Ah, thank you. Oh, marvelous. I throw it in the bag. <laughs> yep, okay. right in the bag. Uh-huh. Um, you can't lock it from the outside anyways. So. Right, it's nope. so like, whatever. I'm going to make That's, sure I, make sure you I take all your stuff with you. Yeah, yeah don't leave so anything valuable in this room, please. Uh-uh. <laughs> oh, mm-hmm. and uh, Kalani? Yes. I checked to see your pouch. I I think you may have been robbed last night. Rob- I don't know oh. if you remember that or not. No, no. I what? I I don't seem to be missing anything. I'm just like checking my pockets and my pouches. I d- I didn't have any gold for anybody to steal, so I don't I don't you, think any is anything missing. I think they took your pouch. You do you notice that one of your pouches is gone? Ah, my. Well, at least it was the empty one. <laughs> I love that that Stephanie keeps seeing like, luckily it was the empty one, and Keegan's like, nope, it wasn't. No, (laughs) (laughs) shit. Which pouch is missing, Keegan? (laughs) Tell me, DM. (laughs) Uh, well, first off, how many pouches do you have? And secondly, which ones are filled with stuff? Uh, well, I had the, the bag of holding, and that's got stuff yeah and then it says i have i didn't write down i should have sorry this is like not this is steph and not kalani but uh i have a dungeoneers pack they wouldn't have been able to get into that wouldn't have been able to get into that and then i assume i would have had just like a little gold pouch is that uh, i would assume okay so yeah if you have just the gold pouch tied to your waist then that is the thing that is missing okay yeah then that's that's gone and it was empty anyway thanks to they just made off with a right just this this 
like <laughs> flat piece of of cloth. And they were like, they shot this their is, shot and they totally the missed is. it. Like <laughs> you tried, little buddy. <laughs> Our bag was of holding basically like a over the shoulder messenger bag type of thing size. Yeah, they're like a satchel. Okay. All right. Well, I'd say we should go downstairs, maybe get something a bit yet less yam based, and maybe see, if see we can set find out and the check the delivery for work. person for this message and find out. Oh, that yes. Where the hell and, it came from? And then all this says is "Where's our boat?" and it's signed with the 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 symbol. That's it. Yep. Are do you guys do, all do any of us recognize the handwriting? Uh, this would be unfamiliar handwriting. Okay. Have you guys ever considered that maybe we should just leave them on red? <laughs> I mean. Leave in the Zentarum <laughs> on red or whatever? Just like. <laughs> we got like, plans. We're busy. Like, we don't have Dusk time is, for Dusk you. Senior, Dusk has seen your message and then just never respond. <laughs> so did we just like totally abandon our little boat? Just, 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 is it just hanging out at somewhere on docks? Like. Uh, the chances are it's probably still docked up somewhere. Well, they can have uh, it. Then what do they got to send us messages for? Just take your boat. <laughs> they mean, you know that they mean the ship, right? I Not know. I know. The one that's I at know. the bottom of the ocean. Right. Well, it's like, oh, shit, we're in danger. The danger. I was like, why would they ask us that? I'm like, oh, yeah, everyone else is dead. <laughs> <laughs> Supposedly. Yeah. Uh, I'm more worried about people taking our boat. A little boat. Wee boat. Uh, well, we'll cross that bridge when we get to it. Um, oh, no. So you guys head downstairs. Uh, you see Emporo uh, and two other people working behind the bar. Again, you see um, a smattering of, like, uh, races down here. Most of them are humans. Um, you guys see a the same collection of half-orcs stuck back in the corner. The same ones? Oh my god! Yep, the exact same ones. Uh, you see uh, some tabaxi, some cat folk running around, um, helping with the waiting and uh, serving of people and things like that. Uh, it's probably about seven thirty, eight o'clock in the morning. Uh, you guys, the second you come out of your room, you're instantly hit with the smell of frying eggs, um, some sort of like delicious smelling meat like you know how you can just smell meat cooking mm-hmm. you you definitely get a smell of that uh, and then again you smell the same sweet yam type smell these people love their yams mm-hmm. I've, that delicious meat, and nutritious Not really I've heard that. tale of this mythical mythical cre- creature called a pig that gets murdered and then into flat pieces that are on a frying pan I wonder if maybe that's what this smell could be. You mean bacon? Yes, that's it. Bacon. Bacon? You guys would definitely know what bacon, bacon is. Bacon is, yes. <laughs> I mean, just the way you described the, the sweet, the really, really good smelling meat and not saying what it was, I was like, I wonder if he's like, canonically, bacon doesn't exist yet, but now it does. I just invented oh, no. bacon, guys. Like. This, <laughs> this, this is a different smell from what you would expect for like bacon and something like that. It's people. It's people. Oh, no. All right. Um, I guess we'll go downstairs and. um, We already are downstairs. Yeah, well, okay. We're downstairs. (laughs) So I. 
I wave I at the I'll orcs. Say, yeah, I'll, I'm kind of wanting to just go up and say, gentlemen, it's a I got, pleasure I to I got see this you high, again. high charisma. Maybe I should... Uh, <clears throat> yeah, I guess I was only thinking me because of the fact that I played them a song. That yeah, they, they like <laughs> you. Maybe I'll just like hang out behind you and if it... <laughs> I'm gonna watch. You get me out of danger, <laughs> right? Like I'm ready. I'm waiting in the wings. If you fuck it up, but <laughs> when they do that, I'm gonna go up to the bar and talk to the guy that gave us a note. Alrighty. Uh, so dusk and Kalana, you two walk over to this small collection of half orcs. Uh, what exactly do you say when you approach them? I uh, give them a friendly wave followed by a respectful bow because I am tiny and they are not. <laughs> Bid them Small world, Good morning, gentlemen. gentlemen. Good morning. Yeah, are... can you bl- we, it's funny. Funny we went to the bar and ended up staying in the same inn, but I guess there's probably not too many inns. Uh, by the way, my name's Dusk. It's a pleasure to meet you. Ugh. My name is... Is Thurin, and uh, it's a pleasure to meet you, Dusk. Thurin, I'm Kalana. It's nice to meet you. It's nice to meet you too, Kalana. This is this is Zerdert, and that one there's Bearclaw. Okay, Zerdert, Bearclaw, and Thurin. What was the second one? Zerdert, Zerdak, Zerdak, Zerdak. Okay, so we got Thurin, Bearclaw, and Zerdak, and they're all half orcs. Mm-hmm. All male, just a bunch of dudes. So presumably, too, these guys are like four times our size easily, at <laughs> like, least four times. He could like, pick me up and throw me, and I would expire immediately. <laughs> like, like uh, I'm Bear sixty-seven. Claw is pounds. actually a female. Okay, Bearclaw oh, Bear is Claw. female. I love that. And That's she amazing. is the biggest of them all. Of course, <laughs> big woman. <laughs> uh, what what brings you to Chult? Are you have you lived here for a while? Uh, we came in on a, a vessel not too far ahead of you. And uh, I'm a little bit curious because we don't see too many of uh, your kind coming around over the ocean. And we've set sail quite a few times. Yes, well, I mean, we've, we had a settlement for quite some time in, uh, in the mainland, Faerun, of course, but it, it just... Uh, well, some unfortunate circumstances happened, and we were uh, kicked out, <laughs> so to speak. Uh, so we're kind of uh, looking for a, a new place to call home for for ourselves. Commendable. So it's a first. I, uh, I'm sure, as you can imagine, us half-orcs are too familiar with the idea of being pushed out of our homelands. Preach, my brother. We understand you. I'd hope so. I'm speaking common. <laughs> ah, yes. Indeed, indeed. It's like a good literal joke. Uh, well, ah, it's it's nice to see some 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 different folk around here. I mean, especially like you said, just people aren't always as kind to folks like us because we. We look different, we maybe act a little bit different, but I think we all have the same heart, and I think that's what matters. And I I give them a, a smile and then a thumbs up with my buster arm. Uh, 
Thurden smiles at you, uh, and he kind of gives a head nod, and, uh, yeah. I, uh, a little bit curious about you folk being over this way, and naturally we fall behind you, especially after you played such a wonderful song the other night, and felt a slight obligation, and, uh, couldn't help but to notice some gentlemen following you. Really? I just thought, oh. I just thought it'd be a good bit of information to pass along. Oh, this is very useful. Like, someone said something about I. I'll tell you what. You know, you might this might shock you, but myself and my friend here, we were a bit uh, inebriated. A bit inebriated. Yes, that's a fair term. And so we weren't really noticing a whole lot of anything, mm-hmm. but our friend uh, over there, and I point to Nettle, she said there was someone, was it someone with red glasses, possibly? Well, I couldn't see the front of them. I could only see themselves in a black cloak, but they definitely did their best to hide. Not from you. You're too perceptive. Well, kind of have to be when you're out on the high seas most of your days. Well, gentlemen, this is a gentleman and lady. I'm sorry, uh, uh, Bearclaw, was it? Uh, yep, Bearclaw. The the woman turns to you. Ah, my name's Bearclaw. <laughs> I'm sorry. I love Bearclaw's I love voice. I love her. I want to be Bearclaw. Bearclaw. Uh. <laughs> I just want to say thank you so much for looking out. I, you know, we're new to town. Like I said, we don't, you know, we're we're just good people just trying to make an honest living and everything. And and it's just, it's unsettling to hear that people are already kind of after us. Evidently, I, there was some kids who tried to rob us last night, but we apparently made, made our way away from them. But anyways, uh, uh, speaks up to you. Yeah, you gotta be careful of the wee bastards. They're the ones with the sticky fingers <laughs> around here. I'm just picturing DM. I'm just picturing like the redneckiest half orcs with like chewing tobacco on their lower lip. Like, <laughs> this, are these? Would you say? Can I roll to see if they are getting or done? <laughs> uh, I'm kidding. That's, I, <laughs> he I'm really thought about like, it. <laughs> getting the letter R done. <laughs> um, I'm gonna say they are. Okay, I rolled a I rolled a I rolled a five on perception. So are they getting our done? Yes. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, but no, genuinely, just us just wants to thank them for their continued support and ask them if they're staying. And are you are you all staying here a while or? Well, our our ships that sail tomorrow morning. Oh no. Uh where where are you all headed? Well, we're headed back up the Sword Coast. Back where we came from, so alright, well it's been a pleasure and yeah. In the meantime, if you have any 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 work or anything that needs done, we're always in search of some coin. Uh, well, if you all are looking for some work, I got some 
friends that would definitely be interested in assistance. Is it is it here in in town or? Yeah, yeah, they're here in town. You're okay. gonna have to go back up towards uh, the old city district, but. All right. Well, any any name or any any place in particular I should look? Uh, well, her uh, name's Clahu, and uh, Clahu. Yeah, she's a bookie. Oh. Takes bets over at a executioner's run. Well, that sounds like and, the most uh, pleasant got, place. She's got some work to be done. I mean. And what district was that in again? I'm sorry. The old city. Old city. And, uh, she got some work to be done. Ideally, she likes to see people uh, <laughs> about my size helping her, but I think you'll do just fine. Oh, I appreciate that. Uh, well, anyways, again, thank you all so much, and uh, safe travels on the way back. I know it's uh, treacherous waters, but I wish you all the best. Well, I appreciate that. And, uh, it was very pleasant to meet you all. It was a pleasure to meet you, too. Us green folk got to stick together. Absolutely. And, uh, we will take friends where we can find them. As will we. If you all ever find yourselves in a bit of a pickle, you, uh, you just come on back this way, and if we're in town, we'll help you out some. I was going to say they're leaving tomorrow, so I don't know if we're going to see him again. Rip. But more than anything, keep an eye out for them folk in the black cloak. One of them popped in this way and handed a, one of the gentlemen over there a letter. Said to be delivered to the small goblins. I I'll knew tell you something what. fishy is up. I... I really didn't expect a, you know, I just was try- expecting to exchange pleasantries, and honestly, you've solved so many of our problems <laughs> in, in, like, just a short conversation. Really, this has been uh, most enlightening, and uh, we're very grateful for, for all this information. Well, it's the least I can do after hearing you play your fantasy banjo last night. It's, it's it, important uh, to know, notice the difference. Apparently, it, it's very It really important. speaks to the soul, doesn't it? It it reminds me of reminds me of the time when my my dad took me to go see Steve the Martin live. Oh God! And I just touched my soul, and it was of nice course. to see somebody appreciate such a fine instrument again. Right, 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 right. And uh, Thurden gives you a good old clap on the back. And uh, Dusk, I need you to make a strength saving throw for me. Ah, okay. <laughs> Holy crap. Okay, that's a very high number. Uh, that's a 26. Oh, wow. Wow. He, uh, he claps you hard on the back, and you feel that oof out of it. Uh, but you manage to stand your ground. Uh, Third and Zerdak and Bearclaw all stand up, and they... Well, we're going to head out to the port, and we're going to get the ship ready. And uh, just keep your heads down out there. And they stand up and begin to make their way out of the bar. Safe travels. Yes. You made your way over to the barkeeps themselves. Yes. 
Uh, I imagine that you are trying to speak to Emporo? Yes. Hi. You busy? Oh, I was, uh, I can always do something to help a, a patron. Uh, could you tell me who gave you this letter you gave us? A note? Uh, he unfortunately did not leave a name. Uh, but he just handed me the letter. Uh, he was dressed in all black, which is, if you ask me, far too hot for the temperatures here. Um, but other than that, he just handed me the letter and said to pass it on to the goblins. Oh, well, uh, you were not goblins. So I don't know if this letter was intended for us. Well, I can, I can assure you, you are the only goblinoid creatures here. Oh, well, maybe it is for us then. But you, did you recognize him at all or anything? I cannot say that I did. I, uh, I know every once in a while, um, there's probably a group of three or four of them that, uh, rent a room, um, and they stay there for maybe about a night or two, and then the next morning their tab is paid and they leave. Okay, but are there any staying here now? No. That's, uh, what initially kind of took me by surprise. Um, when he, when that gentleman came in, he, uh, I assumed that they were going to pay for a room for this evening, and nope, he did not. Okay. Uh, if you happen to see them again, can you let us know if we're still here? I'd appreciate it. Uh, most certainly. Uh, are the friends of yours, would you like me to notify them of what room you're in? Uh, no, don't do that. Uh... I'd just like to, just to meet him, but just let us know if you happen to see him, and then we'll come down, okay? I can most certainly do that. Uh, and if you wish, I can hold them here at the bar when we go to retrieve you. That would be most appreciated. Oh, very well. Uh, then should, should you both be here at the same time, I will gladly make that happen. I will also send notes throughout the staff, so that way if I am not the one here, at least somebody will be aware. Thank you. Um... Are you the one that we asked for breakfast? And what's that lovely smell I'm smelling? Oh. <laughs> well, that depends on which smell you're smelling. I don't know. They're, they're new. Uh, well, if you would like to take a look at the breakfast menu, we can most certainly arrange that. I will certainly do that. Uh, and he hands over three breakfast menus to you. Three Okay, I order breakfast food. I don't know what my uh, options are. <laughs> so you take you take a look at it. Um, you take a look at one of the menus, and you see uh, for the breakfast you see eggs, ankylosaurus steak, eggs, and Demetriodon bacon. Eggs and Tyrannosaurus thigh. Oh. You see, uh, you see biscuits with the sausage gravy uh, served with the side of uh, Dinosuchus sausage. Uh, eggs, biscuits, gravy served with the side of Dinosuchus bacon. Can I have 
uh, just the biscuits and the gravy and one of these bacons for the the three of us and something to drink. Uh, most certainly. Uh, what kind of drink would you like? We have coffee, orange, prune, uh, date, juice. Uh, we have um, we have a wonderful assortment of milk. Uh, we have Dinosuchus, Demetriodon, Triceratop. Um, unfortunately, we are out of Tyrannosaurus uh, milk, but we could probably run out to the market to get some. Coffee is fine. Wonderful. Uh, and he takes the menu, he writes everything down, and he returns into the kitchen. A couple seconds later, he comes back out and he goes, uh, if you would like to grab a seat, then we will bring this all out to you. Okay, I go over to my friends. I'm assuming that that probably took a lot shorter than their conversation with the orcs, so I'll just kind of hang out in the back while they finish their conversation. Yeah. Uh, you arrive just at about the time... Uh, Steve the Martin. <laughs> yeah, you arrive just about the time of the half-orc telling a tale of how his dad took him to go see Steve the Martin live and it, it touched him. And just the fact that Dusk was playing the fantasy banjo last night uh, kind of kind of gave him a resonance with you all. Uh, and then with that, you see him clasp Dusk on the back as they stand up and begin to leave. Okay. Hey, I guys got some breakfast. Oh. Nettle. Hi. Oh. Sorry. Wow. Tell me, Nettle, before before you tell me what you ordered, I mean, are we going to order? I, I just, I was wondering, do they have one kind of milk or do they have an assortment of milk? They had a wonderful assortment of milk, but oh, I didn't get good. it. Oh. <laughs> but I got it. I was curious what kind of milks they have. They've got to have just the whole the whole assortment kind of to get me curious happy. and frightened both at the same time but i didn't i didn't order milk i ordered us some biscuits and gravy uh some interesting bacon and some coffee dusk for the first before i'm gonna she make that talking. my new playstation network name interesting bacon interesting. dusk dusk for the first time ever initiates a hug with nettle the second she says biscuits and gravy Oh, I'm it's getting in on that. This is a group hug now. Like, oh, man, I start geez, you getting beautiful, teared up beautiful like woman. Nettle. Well, you didn't get your biscuits last night, You're, so. You I, always care. Of course I, I care. Wanted, you always knew just what to do. I just wanted these fucking biscuits so bad. <laughs> just, they're, they're just so happy. You, you guys are my family, and I take care of my family. So let's grab a seat. We'll get we'll get some food in you guys. We'll get you some coffee so you can okay. like finish sobering okay. up, and then we'll go explore. Maybe okay. get get some work. Find some work. It's actually we we uh, despite the fact that we went over to talk to those half orcs is kind of a lark. <laughs> Uh, we ended up getting a lot of very useful information, which we can impart to you as soon as we sit down. Okay. Then we sit yeah. down. Sit down. <laughs> you, sit down. You guys, um, I, I assume you're just going to take the table the orcs were sitting at. Yeah. Oh, sure. Yeah. yeah that checks Pre-warmed out. Pre-warmed chairs. Everybody loves that. Can we get some cleanup service on? They they left kind of a mess. <laughs> get, a wipe, <laughs> get a quick wipe down. I'm sure that's uh, how Just a rag, works. please. As you guys are sitting down, one of the cat folk immediate is already making a beeline for you guys at that booth, and they very quickly just scoop it all up. And as they're leaving, another cat folk is on their way in. He's got rags in both hands and just 
Wax Dusk on, wax starts off. sneezing so aggressively. Uh-oh. <laughs> Dusk, are you okay? Um, I, I, I guess that confirms that. I've always been a, allergic to cats. I didn't know if these big cats would do that too, but... Oh, dear. Oh, God. It's like, it's like, imagine the biggest dander just, like, shoved up in your nose. Oh, dear. Like, <laughs> uh, every time you sneeze, uh, the cat focus. Sorry, 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 sorry. <laughs> just, it's okay. I, I have a feeling that it's not your fault. You're a cat. A little bit better. <laughs> so yeah, he he doesn't take too long. He finishes wiping down your table. It's cleaned off, ready to go. Dusk rubs his eyes just like out of reflex, and now his eyes are just like red, <laughs> like puffy. Oh, son of a bitch! Well, I, at least we got the biscuits coming. Okay, so <laughs> nettle, nettle. Uh, the information that we gleaned. We spoke with them and expecting that they, you know, of course we thought they'd be nice. You know, they're a fellow, as they put it, green folk. Uh, apparently they took to us quite a bit because they understand the struggle of, well, not being particularly liked by people just because of the color of our skin. Yes. Um, they, uh, they said they did see someone following us last night, which lends credence to your story about the gentleman with the red glasses. They saw someone in a cloak and then they saw him again today, this morning, handing a note to that messenger boy. Uh, yes, uh, I asked, uh, uh, messenger boy, I can't remember his name. Jennifer can't remember. Yeah, thank you. Um, and he said it was a gentleman all in black and he's seen them. There's more than one. He has seen them before. They come in and sometimes run a room and then, like, leave the next day. But they don't... Okay. He doesn't know who they are, but I asked them to notify us if he sees them again. So, I'm, good, af- I'm good. afraid it's not probably better if they don't know where we're staying, particularly here, just yeah. for our own safety. That's, yeah. Maybe we'll, yeah, try out the other in <laughs> tomorrow. I... Run up a tab on, on uh, Thomas over there. Um, also, importantly, they did advise that they did have someone that we could talk to if we're looking for work. Oh? Yes, uh, there's a, a person named Clahu, uh, or Clayhu, a bookie that takes bets. Um, over at uh, the old city at Executioner's Run. Um, I don't know what any of that means, but I'm sure we can probably find it with the map and some guidance. The Executioner's Run? Yeah, I mean, no, I, I, I'm, I'm, just sounds I'm not, like the happiest place on earth. I'm, I'm going to be honest. That's, I, there's a, a very short list of places I would rather go less than that, but. Uh, just by name only, but but you know, it sounded like they they were they had our best interest at heart. It seems, and they said that they uh, they've worked there plenty of times in the past. So uh, sounds like it might be a good place where they'd be accepting of our kind. Well, speaking of that, uh, the note guy, I cannot remember that name. I am sorry. Uh, Emporo. Emporo. 
Infanata. said that uh, he called us goblins. I don't think they've had much interaction with Ferdan here. So that might be something to bear I, in mind. I mean, honestly, I, I don't... The first time I ever heard the word Verdan came out of you and Azurfane's mouth. I've been called a goblin, a half-elf. I mean, just by half-elf by my parents, of course, but goblin by everyone else I've ever run into. And I think it's fair just to expect that maybe people are not familiar with our race, especially since, according to, to uh, Thurin, Bearclaw, and Zerdak, that's right, I take notes sometimes. <laughs> Uh, they said that we are the first of our kind they've ever seen over here. So uh, it wouldn't be surprising if none of the other folks have ever seen us. Yeah, that's what I'm worried about. But that's okay. We could we could pave the way for for the rest of our folk and maybe get a home here. Yeah, so I think just a good smile, some thumbs ups, and maybe some some general human kindness should sway everyone on this island. You mean General Verdan kindness? That good old Verdan kindness. Oh, yes, not human kindness. My apologies. Thank you. Uh, so, <laughs> habit uh, from uh, expression that Azure Fane always used. Mm-hmm. Dusk is having an identity crisis. What am Dusk? Uh, but, yes, I think we should probably enjoy some, some breakfast now that I've got something besides <laughs> just it's... disgusting orange slobber to eat. B and G's. Uh, it's about that time that one of the cat folk makes their way back over uh, and they put in front of you a platter and on this platter there is a mound of eggs uh, it would easily look like they took a dozen eggs cracked them all open and made scrambled eggs with all 12 of the eggs oh wow uh there is like 16 slices of purplish bacon. Uh, and Don't stop now, Daddy. Keep going. And then there is a probably like five or six biscuits um, that are about the size of well, I'd probably say your open hand. Um, oh. They're, they're probably about like four inches across. Uh, there's about five or six of them and then there is just a giant lake of gravy over the top of them. Oh, oh, <laughs> my stars. I I didn't expect for this show to get quite so pornographic so quickly. Right. Like, this very... is some audio food porn, and I am not going to lie to you. I'm 100% on board with it. Yeah. <laughs> Rather than getting into the nitty gritty, Dusk starts eating immediately. Rather than right, explaining just how dig I'm eating. in. Like, just. Uh, so, after you guys eat, um, what, are you, what are you guys up to? Well? I don't, I don't know if there's much we can do about these, these people that are following us, and, except to keep an eye out, I guess. But Well, and seeking them out, honestly, in, in hindsight, is probably not the best idea. Yes. yes. Have to be vigilant, and if they come to us, we'll address it then. But right now, we have... Other things that are equally let's go important, make at least. Some coin. Yep. Let's go make some money. Money, please. Money, please. I love Jenny Slate so much. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys exit the Thundering Lizard, 
uh, and you walk out into the streets, and same thing as before, um, you are instantly met with the oppressive, humid heat. Uh, it just, it, it feels more like you're swimming than it does walking. Uh, to your west, you guys can hear the sounds of uh, some sort of, like, bustling market. To your east, um, it sounds a little bit more subdued, but you can still hear, you know, the sounds of, of commerce occurring. It's some reason it's so discombobulating looking at a map where north is not up. Right? <laughs> oh, yeah, I didn't even notice that. Like, <laughs> So west is, is basically, basically back the way we came. Mm-hmm. Uh, towards the the tavern. Um, I guess I should ask. I, I before we left, I guess could we have asked where uh, Old Town is? Uh, Old City. Old City. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Uh, they would have pointed you up north past the Grand South. Yeah. Uh, they would have pointed you west uh, past. Okay. The Grand I was gonna South. say north would be to the right. <laughs> okay. Uh, and they're gonna say once you, once you pass the Grand Salk, uh you will come to uh, a, a a gate along the along the southwest southwest way, and through that gate will be the old city. Okay. Which is dusk, in that top dusk, left corner. Dusk notes that mentally because he's a smart person and very good with maps. That's part of his background. Andy Clodfelter does not because he is terrible at listening to things without a picture that makes it easy to see. Hard uh, same. So so <laughs> Dusk Dusk knows exactly where he's going. If you guys can see it on your map. Yep. Ah. Do it again. Yeah, do one more. This way to the old sea. Yep. And Dusk remembers that perfectly because he's so good with maps. Uh, and on your map, he draws you guys a path to follow. Cool. I, I, honestly, we, we will have to use this map for other things. I don't know if I... Oh, well, too late. Because <laughs> he's drawing on our map. Like, uh... Could be inconvenient in the future. So yeah, you guys are making your way to the old city then? Yes. Oh, you yeah. should have used a different color. <laughs> I see Alrighty. Uh, as you guys are making your way through Port Nianzaru. Everything's fine and we get there safely. Uh, yeah, as you guys make your way to Port Nianzaru. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to keep my eye out for people in black cloaks. Uh, perfect. Roll me a perception check. Okay, let's get a different Oh, no. Mm, that would be a... Ten. Hey, guys. You want to help me look for guys in black clothes and red sunglasses? Uh, need to roll on that? Sorry. Uh, yeah, just a perception. What the? 
hell is with my rolls today when they're important? <laughs> I rolled a five plus two, so seven. Dusk rolled a 13. Uh, You're just carrying the load today, man. <laughs> like, I mean, that's like one of my worst rolls was like a natural 10 with plus three, but still, like, just everything I've got has been gold. Uh, so, Kalanite, for you, uh, you keep your head on the swivel. You're looking left, right, up, down, forwards, backwards. Um, and nothing too particular seems to catch your eye. The streets are beginning to get more crowded. Uh, and it's, it's just kind of hard to keep track of, you know, everybody that's passing you by. Metal, uh, as you begin to look around the alleyways, uh, the dark corners and things like that, you find yourself beginning to become distracted by just the beautiful arrangements of flowers and vines that just seem to grow so naturally across the city. Oh, wow, look at that flower. Dusk. You look forwards, backwards, up, down, you know. You are doing your best to keep your head on a swivel. And as you guys are making your way towards the old city, uh, you see it. The faintest glimpse of a gentleman in a black cloak hood pulled up and the red glint of what appeared to be sunglasses over his eyes uh, as he makes eye contact with you and then very quickly dips back down an alleyway. Well, there he is. Just at least we have confirmation that he's following us, so now we have that information and nothing to do about it. <laughs> you could always try to follow him. I mean, I guess, yes, I guess if we just, let's just go see. I mean, maybe this is all a misunderstanding. <laughs> we can just say your boat's at the bottom of the ocean and we had nothing to do with it. You approach nothing the alleyway. quotation marks. You approach the alleyway of where this gentleman was uh, previously stationed, and as you approach and turn the corner, uh, you see that it is a dead end, and there is no one standing there. Alrighty. Uh. Well, looks like we're going to old old city. <laughs> Let's keep going. I wonder where you went, though. Do you think there's, like, a secret passage? Yeah, I guess let's let's investigate this uh, alleyway a little bit. How are you guys investigating the alleyway? I'm... So we can kind of spread our, our different things, inspecting different things. I'm going to kind of, like along the walls around the alleyway. I'm kind of stomping my feet to see if there's any like, weird tile or part of the ground. That... I'm looking up to see if there's anything that he climbed up. Okay. Uh, if you would all three like to make investigation checks. Oh my gosh, can I not roll above a Are nine? Are you kidding? <laughs> I just rolled. I picked up a completely different dice, and I just rolled a that one. So that sucks. Okay, you said investigation. 
Yeah, Plus, you still get to add your modifier yeah. to it. Oh, yeah. Uh, so now I'm at three. Three. Nine. I'm just over here just so, kicking dirt, basically. Yeah, good, <laughs> good news to Kalani is to, not to be outdone. Dusk also rolled a natural one, uh, which would result in a two. Oh, no. I mean, I have the uh, highest score of Dusk nine. Dusk cuts his hand on the, on the wall. <laughs> uh, so, Dusk, as you're feeling against the walls, um, it this this stonework is impeccable. Um, you can see, like, when you pay very close attention, you can see where the stones fit together. Um, but if you just, like, take a slight step back, it's almost as if it's seemingly one wall. Uh, and you just continue to feel like that, just amazed at the intricate stonework. Kulana, well, you guys, can I get a second look at this wall? Uh, Kulana, as you are stomping your feet against the cobblestone road, just, like uh, just kicking dirt back and forth, <laughs> you step on a few stones and you're just like, all right, yeah, nothing's here. This is know. the ground, all right. All seems <laughs> fine. <laughs> Uh, and then Kick Nettle, rocks. you look up and you are just as impressed with this stonework as, as Dusk is. And you have no idea how anybody could climb up such a sheer face to get to the top. Um, but you do see a trellis that bridges between two of the buildings. Hmm, hey guys, look uh, with at that. vines growing across it and you see some yellow and purple flowers draping down from it. Oh, she did find something. I was going to say, if we all failed, it would have been, like, in Memento, whenever he's, like, rushing to do something, and all of a sudden he loses his memory, and it's like, what was I here doing again? And he just starts <laughs> doing something else. Hey, look at those vines and flowers up there. They look sturdy enough to climb up. Uh, they do not drape far enough down for somebody to grab hold. So uh, to give you a little more idea as to this alleyway, uh, the trellis that bridges across the top of these buildings is probably about 20 feet up. Oh, wow. Uh, and the vines drop down maybe like four or five feet. So it's still 15 feet above us. Yep. I don't know, guys. I don't know. Not seeing where he went. I just... Wow. I'm so impressed by this town. I mean, this... Wood, this this stonework is phenomenal. The architecture is really very impressive. <laughs> Pretty flowers. Mm. Hey, and by the way, just as a because we kind of brushed over it, I, I looked at the menu. Uh, did you guys notice that some of the creatures that were listed on there were very unusual? <laughs> yeah, oh, you mean like uh, tyrannosaur? Yeah, there was a like something dawn, and it's just an ankylosaur. I like I've never heard of those creatures. Those like, like maybe like the size of a bear, or I don't. I don't know, but I'd be interested to find out. Yeah, it's very unusual creatures here, but I guess that makes sense. We're very far away from the mainland, but uh, maybe they're uh, maybe they're soft and fluffy, and we can pet them. Maybe yes, maybe like like just a series of small dogs. Oh, I do like the sound of that. Which would make me sad that we're eating. We ate them, but... Uh, well, they had it coming. Jeez. <laughs> all right, well... He looked Dusk, at me sideways, Dusk, all right? I don't Dusk know. Dusk visibly judges and is very disappointed in Kalani for just a moment and just shakes his head and walks out of the alley. Oh, 
So as you guys continue to make your way to Old City, exiting the alleyway, um, you're drawing closer. And as you draw closer to, uh, as you draw closer, uh, you hear just a cacophony of noises, um, deep thundering roars uh, from creatures that sound ten times larger than Neo. And as you get closer, you see just a giant tent-like structure. Ooh, I wonder what that is. A giant tent-like structure? You and where is this on the map? I'm sorry. You see a giant tent-like structure. Oh, right there. And as you approach, like I said, you hear these deep thundering cries. Uh, and you see these beasts that are like reptilian in nature, um, just huge compared to you. Uh, they seem to be being used as beasts of burden uh, as they haul two-wheeled carts and hoist heavy loads back and forth from underneath this tent. Uh, you see just a collection of humans, uh, cat folk. Um, I mean... Half orcs, not the same half orcs, different half orcs. What? Um, They're not just, all the same. God. <laughs> just varying, <laughs> a varying collection of races underneath this tent, uh, and you can hear the sounds of bartering and trading and unknown languages being spoken back and forth, as oh, well as common. Oh, I was hoping this was like a circus or something. <laughs> right, I thought we were going to the carnival, and I was super hyped. The weird <laughs> mystery carnival. We go get a job just so we can pay to go to the car. Buck <laughs> <laughs> finding a new home. I don't, I don't care about any of that. We're about. not exploring any jungles. We're not breeding any wilds. We're going to the carnivals. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, uh, are you guys going to pass on by it to head up to Old City or are you going to walk through? Because it does mm. cut through. Oh, I want to cut through. Oh, yeah. Yeah, let's make four choices. Let's cut through. Uh, so as you guys cut through, um, it's definitely a tight squeeze. It is shoulder to shoulder in here as you guys try to worm your way through the crowd. I need you all to make perception checks. Mastodon here. Get your Mastodon. Uh, as a matter of fact, you do hear people calling out. Um, oh Velociraptor steaks. I've got Velociraptor steaks over here. Tyrannosaurus tails and Tyrannosaurus thighs for sale here. We have live sources for you. We have live Ankylosaurus babies and ready-to-hatch eggs of the Dinosuchus and Triceratops available for purchase. Can I see the Ankylosaurus babies? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Because uh, Ankylosaurus <laughs> is my favorite dinosaur. I will have everyone know right now, which is a weird thing to know. But they are the most baller dinosaur, and I want to see a baby one. <laughs> <laughs> so you uh, approach the stall where this gentleman is calling out that he has these ankylosaurus babies for sale. And as you approach, they look almost like an armadillo with a long tail and a club <clears throat> attached to the end. Uh, they are kept in cages that are three, probably about three foot long. 
uh, probably about four foot wide, and they are in a very assortment of colors. You see um, purple and orange, orange and blue, orange and green, green and blue, green and purple, um, just a varying assortment of color. Uh, sturdy plates appear to line the back of it, and slight small protrusions, almost like horns, line the sides of them. And the big ball at the end of the tail? And the big ball at the end of the tail, yes. Dust uh, looks at the gentleman who's announcing these, and I say, how much for one of these, please? I need to know. Uh, the gentleman looks down at you, and he looks at one of the baby ankylosauruses, uh, and he goes, mm. 150 gold pieces. These are racing breeds. Do you have any non-racing? But that's a wait. What these race? Oh, uh, uh, certainly. Uh, about once a week, we have dinosaur races through the town. As a matter of fact, the next one is scheduled for tomorrow. Oh my God. Okay. And how much is it? Is it free to watch that? Oh, it's very free to watch that. Uh, the, as a matter of fact, if you move a little on further down the way here, uh, there's uh, several several bookkeepers up that way that'll take bets for the races tomorrow. All right. Oh, so, did you say just bookkeepers? Just so everyone knows. Bookkeeper. Hmm. I'm, I am, I am <laughs> noting in my notes right now, 150 <laughs> gold pieces for a baby ankylosaurus. <laughs> he's going to buy one. He just doesn't know when. <laughs> quest number one. Like everything else is just extra. I'm just trying to build myself up to 150 gold. Why did the Verdant never find a new home? Well, because Dusk figured out there were dinosaurs and we yeah. never left Fort Young. I'm just going to, like, the second we, we finally meet with the Merchant Princess, I'm going to be like, okay, guys, listen, like, I don't know what else you guys are going to do for us, but I will trade it all in for 150 gold pieces or a baby ankylosaurus. <laughs> so one or the other. There's, there's, these are my negotiating terms, and I'm not backing down from them. Wait, what is he saying? I'm sorry. Oh, I was just making it. Uh, oh, that was okay. I'm sorry. Yeah, I thought yeah. it was the, all of a sudden the guy was talking to me again. I was like, I'm not going to buy like, him now. Oh, I don't shit. have money. I don't have I'm any sorry. money. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, the gentleman looks at you and he goes, well, do you want one? Of course you do, but. Look, look, I have I have this, this wonderful, this is a rare coloration here. And he holds up one and it is orange and it has slight blue and green swirls on it. Uh, and most oh prominently, God. it has a green and blue splotch over its eye. And it looks at you and it makes eye contact and you hear it let out a little. Me! Oh no! Keegan, I don't want you to make me steal this dinosaur. Stop <laughs> Stop laying it on. I can't afford it. Me! I can't right now. I want you this dinosaur. You. You're, just, you're killing Let's me. Let's get chosen. You, it's talking to you. Can, it's a baby. I'll tell you what, I will be back for this at some point, but I unfortunately do not have 150 gold on me at the moment. Oh, well, then move along, boy. I don't have time for this. And he starts to. He I was trying to leave. Moves the ankylosaurus Jeez. back to the side of him. And uh, he, he kind of reaches over the stall with a broom and he starts trying to, like, jab you to move down the line. What the hell? This escalated <laughs> so quickly. You you, you you never you never tell him you don't have any money. <laughs> I didn't say I have no money. I said I don't have it on me right now. 
I don't know if that's what he heard, though, you know what I mean? Yeah, no, he, he wants the money. So anyways, uh, Dusk <laughs> dejectedly, like, but also has hope in his heart for the first time in his life that he might find a, a new family, which is him and this dinosaur, um, basically makes his way out of the market. Uh, as you start to walk away, you hear a very faint. I'm gonna. I can't. I can't have you doing this to me. It hurts. It it grows fainter and fainter and more desperate as you walk away from it. Um, and you guys make your way closer towards the end of the market here. Uh, and just as the gentleman said, uh, as you guys get closer to the end, you see several people up on pedestals, um, and they've got books open, and there's a small throng of people around them all calling out several different numbers uh, all at once and you know uh, and they're calling out you know taking now bet taking bets on Ubatu's favorite uh, we've now got baby grandfather uh, going going at five to one odds here uh, hang on here there is a list of dinosaur names that just makes me happy that this world has graham crackers <laughs> uh, not just graham crackers baby yeah. graham crackers okay um, for the unchained race, we have Big Honker, and for the two-legged race, we have Big Honker again. He's coming in at Big Honker. He's coming in at seven to one odds. Uh, underneath that is Ubtow's favorite. He's coming in at five to one. Do we have any bets on Big Honker or Ubtow's favorite? Quickly, quickly now. Let's go ahead and place these bets, folks. I put what? Okay, is this, are these for races tomorrow? Yeah, these are for the races tomorrow. Uh, okay. There's a big billboard behind them, um, and there is a chalk light, uh, chalk, uh, there's chalk writing on it, and it has several different uh, names, or what you presume to be names, and odds. And it okay. has, it's also divided up in two-legged uh, races, four-legged races, and unchained races. Well, this seems to be an easy way to make money. <laughs> Dust this. The most adorable way ever, mm. referring to gambling. What did, uh, did the, the, the half-orcs wanted us to come here to bed or to find somebody to work? Oh, this isn't the job. No, this is just no, this no, is no, just no. me turning squirrel and just not and not being able to pay attention <laughs> to anything else. Um, so the odds, I, I want to know. So it was five to one for for baby graham cracker because I do want to bet on baby graham cracker. <laughs> course uh, so why wouldn't the, you so there is uh there's the two-legged and four-legged race which one are you looking at baby graham cracker is in the four-legged race do i know what oh yeah the four-legged race that's fine okay uh so in the four-legged race you have uptow's favorite who is at five to one odds then you have uh grung stomper uh, who is coming in at one-to-one -one odds. And then after that, there is Mountain Thunder, who is coming in at one-to-seven odds. And then Baby Which Graham sounds Cracker. sounds like an off-brand for Mountain Dew at, like, Aldi's or something. You <laughs> said it was Mountain Thunder? Yep. Uh, and that, that is what it one? is in the book here. Um, and oh, then you have Baby Graham Cracker, who is coming in at one-to-five odds. Wait, one to five? Yes, one to five. That's that doesn't even that doesn't exist. What that means? I'd have to bet five gold to win one. No, 
you would bet one gold to win five. Okay, that'd be five to one. That I mean, is not what I'm seeing okay. in this book. Okay, huh. that's weird. Um, so anyway, so all the other ones would be like, so Mountain Thunder appears to be the favorite then if it's nine to one? Uh, no, Mountain Thunder uh, appears to have the worst odds at one to seven. Okay. Oh, it was one to seven. Okay, so you just have flip flop. Okay, so, um, so Grom, Grong Stomper sounds like the favorite. Yeah, Grung Stomper uh, is the is looking to be the favorite. He has one to one odds on him. Okay. So would I be able to bet one gold, four silver, or is there like a minimum? Uh, that's a good question. You can ask. Uh, excuse me, sir. Yeah, yeah, little man, right up front. What can we do yes. for you? Uh, I, I hear, I hear, uh, baby graham cracker is a real, a real spitfire. Uh. What is there a minimum bet? Uh, minimum bets start at five silver pieces. All right. Well, I would like to place a bet for one gold on Baby Graham Cracker in the four-legged race. Uh, he laughs wholeheartedly. Like, well, if that's what you want to do, you do know that he's coming in at uh, one at one to five odds there, right? Okay. So again, DM, I'm asking if I bet one gold, that means I would win five gold if I win. Yes. Okay. Yes. Which I mean, that's that's not even the worst odds. That's like he's in the middle. No, that that's those are pretty bad odds. Compared to everyone else, there's one to one odds. Yeah. One to seven odds, and then one to five, and then five to one, one to five odds for Uptown's favorite. So, Grong Stomper's the favorite. Mm-hmm. Uptown's Which means favorite that you double your bet. Yeah. Uptown's favorite and Baby Graham Cracker are tied for the second worst. And then Mountain Thunders take it up the rear. So I'm betting for somebody in the middle, not somebody crazy bad. Okay, so yeah, out of all of them, Grung Stomper is, is almost guaranteed to win, which is why he's one to one. And then the other threes are basically guaranteed to in slightly I'm better position. I'm trying to make some extra money. And more importantly, I canonically want to bet on Baby Graham Cracker. So, yes, I... It's, Im- it's important to him, damn it. I'll tell you something. <laughs> uh, I'm sure you've probably lived a life of comfort most of your life. But as someone who's had to be the underdog for quite some time, I'm willing to bet on you. If that's what you want, we're not going to stop you here. We'll take your money. I've never heard somebody <laughs> throw shade at a bet. <laughs> book, he's like, what a shitty bet. <laughs> you fool. Like, you built in the odds intentionally. Like, I know. It's a lower risk. It's a lower chance of winning, but I might win five gold. Uh, but anyway, he goes, okay, so what name do we put this under? Uh, Dusk. He looks at you oddly for a second, and he goes, I'll remember your face. And he writes Dusk down. Uh, and he goes, all right, I need the gold. All right, I hand him one gold. He takes it and throws it in a big chest. And he goes, anything else for any of you guys out there? And people are starting to yell numbers and things like that at him. Numbers and names. <laughs> I'm not betting. And Kalana doesn't have money. 
No, I got, I've got nothing, so I'm just hanging out. Yeah, I just, this was just a quick bet while we were on our way. Now we're leaving and on our way towards the, uh, the job site. Yep. So, you guys uh, finally make your way through this marketplace, uh, and you make your way over to the old city. As you guys begin to cross over the gate into the old city, you see three ancient vine-covered ziggurats. Uh, that tower above this crumbling ward. The whole district is a, juxt- is a juxtaposition of ancient and decaying, but still occupied stone structures interspersed with flimsy new huts and longhouses of bamboo and thatch. Um, as you guys begin to make your way down, you can easily see that the road through the old city splits around a rectangular, stone-lined pit. Uh, It's 15 feet deep, 50 foot wide, and 200 feet long. I'm sure our listeners are probably sitting here thinking, like, I I know that we can't skip to it, but I need to know what happens to Baby Graham Cracker. Immediately. <laughs> it's really important. It's like the rest of the campaign is really being. taking a back seat to this Baby Graham Cracker race. Okay, I have a funny feeling that Baby Graham Cracker isn't a baby. Oh, I know he's not actually a baby. I'm sure it's just like, just the name was adorable and I just went based on the name. Well, I mean, why, why would you choose anything other than that? Like, yeah. preposterous. Like, and I, I mean, even as a betting person, I would never bet on the person that was one to one. I'm like, that's not even worth betting to be like, I'm gonna double my money, maybe. <laughs> Give me them five to one odds. I just think of that vine that I sent. Like, Give me a fucking money! Clunk, clunk. <laughs> <laughs> Dusk has never gambled before, so he doesn't understand that this is not a legitimate way to try and make money. Kalani is not gifted in gambling and tries to avoid it anyway, so... Oh, that's true. I forgot you lost you lost your ass that one time. Right, well, because I wandered in and Jerry was like, hey, stranger, let's play this game, and I'm like, I'll kill. Like, <laughs> that voice. Oh my god. <laughs> that's the rum. And <laughs> Kalani dies instantly. <laughs> DM are we? Uh, never mind, go ahead. As you guys approach this place, um, you see a gentleman. Uh, he looks distraught as a crowd gathers around this pit, uh, and he seems to be calling out in both common and a language that you don't speak. And as you guys hear him call out, he asserts that uh, he asserts that his husband has been wrongfully accused and that they shouldn't put him into this pit. They shouldn't throw him into this pit. Uh, And nobody seems to be paying attention. You see several people spread throughout calling out. um, Just, it appears to be variously made up odds. As you see two reptilian creatures uh, standing on their hind legs with long curved foreclaws. They seem to hiss and snarl as these cages are wheeled closer to the pit before finally a team of people dump the cage over and then pull a rope and these lizards uh, that stand probably about four to five feet tall just fall into this pit Uh, and you see another gentleman screaming for his life trying to fight against the crowd as he is being pushed towards the pit as well 
Oh, guys. And that is where we will call it for tonight. Hey everyone, thank you so much for listening this far. I know 10 episodes is not a lot to celebrate, but for us, it's huge. Especially for me, Keegan, the owner and founder of Buzzed and Board Media. I'm so excited that I get to do what I love and I've been able to turn my passion into my life's work. So it means a lot when you find us on Facebook, Buzzed and Board Media LLC, or you follow us on Twitter, at DaringPod, and you become patrons like Edward Ide. So, from the bottom of our hearts, we want to say thank you, and we hope your life is a daring adventure. I personally want to thank my players, Andy Claudefelter, Stephanie Sample, and Jin. Thank you so much for being a part of this, and allowing me to make this a reality. Thank you.